This week in the Tech on Tap podcast, we cover the latest updates to Active IQ Unified Manager 9.8. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipoc. Zipoc. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the basement of my house and with me today I have a special guest to talk about Active IQ, Jacob John Andathethu. Did I say that right? Andathethu? Did I say that right? I don't I don't know if I said that right. Yes, you did. Yes, uh, you did. Yes. All right. So so Jacob, um what do you do here at NetApp and how do I reach you? I'm the TME for Active IQ Unified Manager. And um, I help customers to kind of understand the product and get them onboarded onto this product to kind of have a hassle-free management of on-tap storage systems in the data center. I also am interested in DevOps. I used to help a lot of customers in the DevOps um, area, and um, I used to kind of uh, help a lot of customers for adopting Kubernetes, especially Trident plugin for the Kubernetes and uh, all those sorts. So. Now I am the TME for ActiveIQ Unified Manager, and uh, I have a lot of uh, customer queries coming in, and I help a lot of customers out. So, Jacob, you know, if people are not familiar with ActiveIQ Unified Manager, what is that in terms of you know what it can do and what sort of uh, applications it handles? Okay. Oh, sure, Justin, I can answer that. Uh, ActiveIQ Unified Manager is a product offered free of cost to customers. You know, which provides absolutely comprehensive monitoring, alerting, and reporting. And also it gives you key active management capabilities on ONTAP systems. Uh, ActiveIQ Unified Manager, it kind of gives you a single plane of glass from which you can manage and monitor storage performance, storage capacity, VMware connectivity, security, configuration, and overall health data of the clusters in your data center. And the, the good thing is it is completely based on deep analytics. It, it actively monitors your storage systems and provide you alerts and notifications and provides you with fixits, which can remediate the issues for you. And uh, it can analyze the workloads for throughput and latency issues for troubleshooting issues as well. Now, another fantastic thing is it kind of helps you to schedule all, all kinds of reports, uh, starting from the storage objects, uh, um, if you want to kind of get a report on the health or the capacity or the performance, uh, even you can have customized reports using Excel. Uh, you can customize your own Excel, import it into ActiveIQ Unified Manager and create, you know, uh, bring up with fantastic charts, fantastic graphs, uh, you know, create formulas. The, the options are limitless. And... Um, Another important part is with the integration of uh, NSLM way back in 9.6, uh, we have um, uh, active management capabilities as well, which means it helps you to provision NAS and SAN workloads uh, based on SLOs uh, or in ActiveIQ Unified Manager language, it's called PSLs, performance service levels. It also has uh, REST APIs for our automation as well. So that kind of helps you to kind of uh, automate whatever you want on your data center uh, easily and uh, uh, very efficiently. 
So that's what Activate Unified Manager is all about. So as far as customers go, I mean, you talk to them a lot about this product. So what are some of the use cases that they're finding you know, are the best fit for Active IQ? The use cases are, you know, they can be classified mainly into four buckets, okay? So the use case, number one, is about monitoring, alerting, and reporting. Uh, the second use case is about the self-managing storage. Wow, that's a big term. And we've come up with that particular term uh, with 9.7, ActiveIQ Unified Management 9.7. Now, what do you mean by self-managing storage? We'll get into that. But self-managing storage uh, gives you a complete lifecycle management of capacity, performance, and security. And ActiveIQ will come up with fantastic uh, uh, events and tell you what's, what's going wrong. And it gives you options to go ahead and fix it. So you just have to click a button and it will go ahead and remediate that particular issue. Thirdly, the third use case we are talking about is about uh, SLO-based workload provisioning. So you can create NAS workloads and SAN workloads uh, with the performance service level that you would like. And it does not create just another workload as you would do in a system manager. It does a lot of deep analysis behind it. It will kind of check for capacity headroom, performance headroom, do a lot of analytics, and then goes ahead and provisions your workload. And in the fourth use case that we'd like to talk about is about automation with respect to ActiveIQ Unified Manager REST APIs, which kind of helps you to kind of automate your provisioning as well as management automation. So these are the three, four main uh, use cases in which ActiveIQ can be absolutely uh, useful. And you know, customers find this product a lot, lot uh, helpful for them, especially in the monitoring and alerting and the self-managing storage point of view. So you mentioned this fix-it uh, piece. Is that new in 9.8? We have this in uh, 9.7, but uh, you know we've added more options. We kind of uh, took this to a more holistic, uh, to a whole new different level, um, and we kind of made sure that we have this concept of lifecycle management. So I'm going to just throw in a few terms here. We have something called as self-managing storage. So we say, what is self-managing storage? The, the definition for that is we have introduced lifecycle management for different features of storage. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is we have lifecycle management for capacity uh, uh, management, for performance management, and for security management. Now, when I say lifecycle management, it doesn't. It, it actually means that we kind of take care of your storage resources in terms of performance and capacity in different phases. So you have the provisioning point of view. That is the very basic thing that people do with you provision. So that is first leg of your lifecycle. The second part is called the preventive, where in which we kind of make sure that you do not... Uh, in terms of capacity and performance, you don't get into trouble. And the next step that we go into is called the proactive. In the proactive mode, what we actually do is we kind of make sure that your resources are, before they kind of get into trouble, we kind of give you remediations for that. And finally, we put the reactive point of view. In the reactive management, what we do is if anything is facing a big problem, uh, uh, you know, an impending problem, uh, we kind of gracefully handle that situation. So this is how we manage the life cycle uh, 
for your storage com- uh, for your storage features especially in the capacity performance and security and in this way uh, you will get events and alerts at the right time and moreover that we will provide you fix it buttons so that you can by just doing a click it will go ahead and remediate whatever the problem is whether be it in the capacity point of view whether be it in the performance point of view or in the security point of view so those are what fix it buttons are all about so you do not have to go back to your storage and and find out what is the solution that i have to do what is the command that i have to deploy everything will be taken care by active iq unified manager and it will go ahead and resolve that particular event and problem for you so you don't have to uh, spend time money or manpower resolving that particular issue so these fix it buttons are they exposed to rest api meaning do i have to go into the gui to use them or can i trigger them through like a script where basically it kicks off a rest, a rest api to 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 kick those fix it buttons off it's available in the gui so the moment you open active iq unified manager you will be presented with a wonderful dashboard that gives you uh, the capacity performance uh, metrics and you also have an event management tab so in in those it will kind of gives you the high priority list of events that you have that need your attention and those that are that can be handled by the uh, self managing storage feature it will provide you a fix it button and when you click on the fix it button it will give you what the problem is and what is the remediation that is going to be taken so if you are happy with what you see there you can go ahead and click fix it active iq unified manager will fix it for you if you don't want it you can dismiss it, uh, dismiss that as well okay so so no rest api with the fix it piece as of now we don't have the uh, uh, rest api along with the fix it piece uh, it it's it's directly from the gui that you have to deploy the fix it okay just want to make sure that was clear cuz i mean when you have a gui generally there's a rest api somewhere but i guess it's not exposed to external customers right it's just basically a rest api that speaks to the storage yeah that's true with the fix it pieces you mentioned there's some new fix it portions in 9.8 so what exactly did we put in 9.8 for our self managing storage we have um three different sections as i mentioned before you have the uh, uh, performance point of view the capacity point of view and you have the security point of view so we make sure that as i said before we have the life cycle management so even for performance for resource performance resource performance means uh, we are taking care of your nodes and your clusters so uh, we have the life cycle management in the preventive perspective in the proactive perspective and the reactive perspective now what do i mean by that now what do i exactly mean is uh, when as long as the performance of your storage is concerned if the load among the nodes differ by around 30% over or more for about 24 hours then we raise an event called cluster imbalance event okay so how do we fix it how does active iq unified manager fix this it does this by volume move that it moves that particular volume that is consuming the resource performance and moves it to another cluster which has less uh, resource consumption so that is the first that is one of the things that has been introduced and in the second 
uh, leg of the lifecycle management, we have the proactive. That is uh, when uh, you have high demands, you try to kind of limit the growth of workloads we, uh, 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 in a via the uh, QoS limits. So if a load in a node is at optimal performance capacity for about 24 hours, uh, the, the fastest growing workloads are suggested to be capped with uh, current IOPS limits for, uh, to limit the further growth. So that's what happens in the proactive point of view. In the reactive point of view, uh, if a load in a node goes beyond the optimal performance that is more than 100% due to some abnormal growth or uh, due to some um, uh, a bully workload, then again, we use the QoS limits to make sure that this does not go beyond the limit. It is not allowed to go beyond the limit of uh, resource consumption. So this is what performance lifecycle management is all about. Preventive, proactive, and reactive. Preventive kind of make sure is between zero to 80% of the load, then it uses uh, wall move to balance the cluster load. If it is more than 80 to 100% consumption of performance, what it does is it goes ahead and uh, make sure that it puts a cap on that particular workload. And again, um, for the reactive point of view, we throttle the load for abnormal workloads via QoS limits again. So that's on the performance point of view. So ActiveIQ Unified Manager has been widely used for monitoring capacity of your volumes and aggregates. So the same way that we have for performance lifecycle management, we have capacity lifecycle management as well. In the preventive management, the idea behind the preventive management is to make sure that you will never run into a situation where workloads that you run on your cluster run out of, you know, they run out of space. So to, to make sure that it never happens, uh, we have some preventive measures like balancing capacity across the nodes and tiering of cold data to the cloud. And they are all facilitated through ActiveIQ Unified Manager. Now, let's look at the, uh, let's look at this particular point of cloud tiering. Now, the first preventive action that ActiveIQ Unified Manager has is by tiering your cold data uh, to your private or your public uh, cloud. Now, the cloud tiering is actually an industry standard practice for handling information lifecycle management. Um, ActiveIQ Unified Manager also provides deep analytics to help customers understand which resource would benefit from moving to the cloud to make it more easier for the customers to move the resource to the cloud and to help customers increase the utilization of the local storage. ActiveIQ Manager, ActiveIQ Unified Manager has added two management actions uh, in 9.8. Uh, in, in now, these two management actions are backed by both performance and capacity analytics. The first analysis looks at the volume on the cloud tier. It determines whether their settings are correct. If they find out that the volume could benefit from a different tier setting, then an action will be created to configure the volume with the right setting. That is the first analysis. The second analysis involves the volume that are not, not residing on the cloud tier. It determines if any volume that has considerably large amount of cold data should be moved to the cloud. And this analysis not only looks at the amount of cold data, but other several key attributes of the IO trends, the physical configuration of the volume, et cetera. Now, once a volume is found to be an ideal candidate, ActiveIQ Unified Manager uses the ONTAP volume move engine to determine which cloud tier is the best fit uh, based on the volumes, performance, and capacity footprint. 
uh, if a suitable fit is found, the action is created that will allow the customer in one click to set the volume to the correct tier policy and then the move the volume to the cloud using uh, uh, on-tap uh, volume move technology. So this is a, a very important feature that has come up with regard to capacity lifecycle management. Now, the second pre preventive thing, uh, uh, the, the preventive uh, management action it does is um, you need to make sure that your workload never runs out of capacity. Um, so Active IQ Unified Manager analyzes the cluster across your data center to determine if they are balanced to guarantee that if each workload will not run out of capacity space. So it'll Active, uh, Active IQ Unified Manager looks at the storage pools, check their long-term metrics to determine their trends, and if any pool use capacity is over 70% or imbalance, it will analyze and determine which action uh, it should take. And where the volume should be moved. So while determining the volume move, it will also make sure that it will not over provision in other, while moving to other clusters in terms of both storage and performance. So these are the main uh, these are the main uh, fixits that have come in uh, both performance and in capacity. And in the security point of view, uh, we have quite a few fixits that, that has been added. That would include, you know, if your audit log is disabled, um, Active IQ Unified Manager uh, will kind of come up with an event to show that uh, uh, that you have to enable the audit log for the storage VM. It also kind of makes sure that it kind of notifies you if your login banner is disabled. And also, it also tells you if your SSH is using insecure ciphers. So this happens for both cluster and for the SVM. And these are the fixes that were introduced with ActiveIQ Unified Manager 9.8. There's also some new customer reports that are available. Um, what are those? What do those entail? Uh, Justin, we have something called as custom reporting uh, that we have introduced in nine uh, in nine point eight. Uh, we had a reporting tool called Brit that could go ahead and create wonderful reports, uh, um, but that has been deprecated, and uh, we have brought this wonderful new feature called custom reporting using your own Excel. So this customized reporting using customized Excel sheet is absolutely a fantastic, um, it, it's a fantastic feature that has been brought about. So, and this can be done easily in uh, three easy steps. In ActiveIQ Unified Manager 9.8, uh, you can bring your own Excel sheet with the modifications that you want. Now, what do I mean by that? It's very simple. Now, imagine with me, if you could, uh, just go back, go to the volume, inventory page. Just download your Excel, um, download your report in Excel. Once you downloaded your report in Excel, uh, you can take that particular Excel and make sure that you create another worksheet within the workbook, uh, copy the columns that you want from the, data, uh, from the data sheet onto your new sheet that you have created, create formulas, to uh, do custom reporting, create charts, create um, uh, create graphs, 
uh, or uh, you can do whatever customization customization that you want. So once you've done your customization on that Excel sheet, what you have to do is you have to save the Excel sheet and you have an option in the same view that you have downloaded that particular report to go back and upload the report. Each time you uh, generate an Excel report or even if you create a scheduled report, the same report will be created with the customizations with the new updated values. So you have a whole new level of uh, reporting and customization that, that comes up with this new particular feature. And the options that you have is limitless when you kind of compare this. You mentioned reporting, you mentioned some of the new Fixit stuff. What else is new in ActiveIQ 9.8? Apart from the self-managing storage and uh, uh, bring your own customized Excel, uh, we have introduced a new uh, um, ActiveIQ Unified Manager 9.8 has added a REST API support for retrieving events running in an ActiveIQ Unified Manager server. And uh, the REST APIs are under the management's hyphen server slash event category. And it kind of enables you to retrieve events that are generated for monitoring your clusters in your data center. In this release, uh, only get operations are possible with the events API. So that is one, uh, that's another feature that has come up. Uh, the second thing that has come up is um, ActiveIQ Unified Manager 9.8, the VMware awareness feature has been enhanced to monitor both MCC and SVMDR configuration. So um, you can, uh, it can go ahead and view the configuration and performance metrics of NAS volumes or LUNs that are attached as data stores in Metro cluster configuration and uh, SVMDR uh, SVM setup as well. So the moment uh, you, you switch over from uh, for, uh, to your destination, what actually happens there is uh, ActiveIQ Unified Manager will know that uh, the switchover has happened and immediately it will start monitoring the volume in the destination and it will give you data on and metrics and it will start monitoring and alerting based on the volume in the destination. So that is the integration that we have brought with uh, VMware Awareness. Uh, and we have another fantastic feature called bulk assignment of performance service levels. Now, I briefly mentioned to you about performance lifecycle management. Now, I wanted to mention that, you know, I didn't want to confuse it by bringing a lot of things, but performance, again, is divided into two. You have the workload performance and you have the capacity uh, and you have the resource performance. So what I mentioned there about the new fixits was about resource performance. Now, what I want to bring in here is about workload performance. So what essentially ActiveIQ Unified Manager does in workload performance lifecycle management is it kind of gives you and tells you what are the workloads that are honoring the, the performance service level and which ones are not honoring the performance service levels. So based on that, uh, we give you options to go ahead and change uh, your performance service levels of that particular volumes. And we kind of give you, uh, uh, we kind of uh, help you determine which is the best PSL or performance service level this volume should be moved to. And with this new feature called bulk assignment, you might have hundreds of volumes 
in your data center that would require a change in the performance service level. Within a few clicks, what you could do is you can choose the workloads and within a single button, choose which PSL that you want and easily move those workloads very easily and simply. So that is a fantastic addition that has come to the uh, uh, workload uh, performance GUI. And that kind of really helps you to kind of change those PSLs as you want and as you wish and as what ActiveIQ Unified Manager will recommend you to. Then finally, we have another amazing thing that has come up that is the uh, ActiveIQ Unified Manager 9.8 um, has brought in backup and restore using ONTAP snapshots. So earlier it used to be MySQL, uh, MySQL dumps that you normally create. Now there's a lot of issues with that. When you create a MySQL dump, what actually happens is it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of space, uh, and it was, uh, you know, it was um, it was quite cumbersome in, in that particular point of view. But now, what you could do is you can do the backup and restore of your Active IQ Unified Manager database, that is your MySQL database, uh, easily using ONTAP snapshots. So which means to say that uh, you can make sure that when you uh, uh, using the maintenance console, you can change uh, your MySQL data files to reside an, on ONTAP volume. And what uh, uh, once you do that, uh, you can come back to the GUI and probably assign a schedule for taking a snapshot and creating retention counts and what essentially would happen there is each time a backup is required, there, you know, the services will be suspended for a very little time. It'll take a snapshot and make sure that all your services are brought back online. And there wouldn't be a long time of uh, 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 process disruption happening. With snapshots, it's very quick. It takes quick snapshots, quick backups and it makes sure that it takes very little space. And moreover, with uh, because your MySQL database for ActiveIQ Unified Manager resides on a ONTAP uh, volume, you can even mirror that particular volume to another destination volume for business continuity. So that is the uh, advantage that uh, uh, ONTAP snapshot uh, brings with backup and restoring with ActiveIQ Unified Manager MySQL database. So this interaction with SnapMirror, is that also driven from the maintenance console or is that something you have to set up from the storage side? Uh, no, it is not done from the active IQ Unified Manager GUI point of view. It has to be done from the storage side. Okay. And as far as you know, when you move your data files, does it move it to like an NFS mount or is it like a, a block storage? And if so, what happens if you don't have the license for that particular access protocol? So... We uh, with 9.8 we have support for NFS. Uh, I think in the upcoming we will um, in the upcoming versions we will have for LUNs as well. So you um, you can have the flexibility of choosing uh, uh, both NAS and SAN for this. Uh, but for 9.8 it only supports NFS. So if you if you want to use that particular functionality, do you have to have a license for NFS or, does, or do we bypass that somehow with a, like a special license for ActiveIQ? And I'm thinking, uh, in terms you would of, need to, I'm thinking in terms of like, you know, if you have an all SAN array or something, right? So, or if you have, um, 
you know, a, a cluster that just has SMB licensed? Um, you need to have um, an NFS li- uh, license for that. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So you can actually back up using snapshots instead of, you know, dealing with like the SQL MySQL dumps. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as far as ActiveIQ Unified Manager goes, uh, is is the 9.8 release already available as an RC or is that still to come later? So we have the RC1 already released. So you can have a go at it. Uh you but you're going to shortly have the GA uh coming up probably in the second week of uh, December. Um, you will have a lot of blogs coming up with the new features that it has, especially with the self-managing storage, what it is, what is the different type of capacity, performance, and security lifecycle management. So you can read those blogs and try to understand what it is and see how we can help you in your data center. Uh, We're going to have blogs for um, uh, customized reporting using Excel. Uh, as well as the last one that we mentioned about uh, backup and restore of uh, ActiveIQ Unified Manager uh, MySQL database using ONTAP Snapshot. So you're going to have blogs on this and probably uh, you can have a look at it and have more idea of how it functions, how it works, and it can really help you out. And those blogs will be located on the community site, the NetApp communities? Yeah, so... The, the way you can access it is we have posted the main blog in uh, blog.netapp.com. Um, uh, it's, it's under what's new in ActiveIQ Unified Manager 9.8. And you have different uh, topics under that. And that will have links to these specific blogs. So you can reach these blogs, the detailed blogs, from this main blog that has been posted in blog.netapp.com. So earlier you were talking about REST APIs and some new things that are coming with the APIs for 9.8. What sort of things do you have available in that new release? Uh, So Justin, we have quite a few uh, REST APIs that will help you manage, monitor uh, your storage infrastructure. So you you have APIs to go ahead and do intelligent provisioning. So that's something that I uh, mentioned earlier. It's not like you provision your volume uh, through a system manager. It kind of calculates uh, using these APIs, you can provision your SAN and your NAS workloads, but it does it in a very intelligent way, meaning it'll check for uh, performance headroom and capacity headroom and kind of goes ahead and provisions based on the performance service level that you you have assigned. So you can do that through uh, uh, using the storage provider APIs, API category, Secondly, you can do data center management and monitoring. Uh, uh, you, can, uh, you can go ahead and monitor your clusters, nodes, your shares. Uh, and also um, you can do monitor your aggregates and LUNs, et cetera. So this comes under the data center cluster uh, API category. Thirdly, you can do configuration and admin. So which means to say that you can configure your ActiveIQ Unified Manager and uh, uh, using the uh, admin API category and events and jobs using the management server category. So you can uh, uh, check out the jobs that are running in your ActiveIQ Unified Manager, your events that you're running, uh, a whole lot of things using the management server API. That was the fourth one. So 
finally, we have something called as the API Gateway. So what is the API Gateway? The API Gateway enables you to manage uh, you know, on-tap objects through Unified Manager, which means that it kind of acts as a proxy. Unified Manager you know, actually manages cluster and authentication details, and it redirects the request to the on-tap REST endpoint on the cluster that you want. So that is what API Gateway is. So when you do that, you know, it efficiently tunnels your uh, uh, on-tap REST APIs uh, to the cluster that you want. So this is a very efficient way of, uh, um, uh, of doing automation in terms of making sure that you can tunnel your APIs through the API Gateway. When you write your automation, you don't need to write a whole lot of discovery modules to make sure that you kind of talk to different clusters, but that can be done by ActiveIQ itself. So the only thing that you need to do is just use the API gateway to tunnel in the on-top REST APIs to the cluster that you want. And uh, it kind of does it very efficiently. So that's what API gateway is. So these five uh, category, API, uh, API categories are the ones that we have. Intelligent provisioning, data center management, configuration and admin, event and jobs, and API gateway. And this kind of really helps you to kind of uh, uh, do your automation uh, easily and efficiently. Excellent. All right, Jacob. So there's a lot in uh, ActiveIQ 9.8 to consider. So where would we find more information about this? You know, the blog series you mentioned, anywhere else? You can have more information under the Unified Manager 9.8 Documentation Center. That is under docs.netapp.com. Uh, it'll kind of give you a whole uh, under, uh, it'll give you a whole set of documentation on whichever part that you're looking for. And you can, as, as I mentioned before, you can go ahead and check out the blogs. That'll give that'll be a starter for you. You can easily check that and go ahead and understand a quick bird's eye view of what the feature is and start uh, using the feature e easily. So, Jacob, if you wanted to reach you, how do we do that? You can reach out to me uh, through mail, through so, uh, jacob.a at netapp.com. That's quite simple to remember. And you can um, send in your queries, your questions to ng ontap manageability. And uh, we can definitely kind of help you out with, with any questions or concerns that you have. Do connect with us. Uh, we will be happy to help you. All right. Excellent. Thanks so much for joining us, Jacob, and giving us all the latest information on ActiveIQ 9.8. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via techontappodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Jacob, John, and Nathan for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.